Well, breaking news, everybody. Matt Damon and DaBaby are getting married. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm as surprised as you are. Shocking turn of events. Uh, just utterly shocking. Uh, apparently all that homophobic controversy between the two of them, it was, uh, they both had like separate events or separate incidents, whatever it is. Uh, all, all publicity. All publicity. It, uh, Matt Damon was jealous that Ben Affleck's back with J-Lo, and he's like, you know what, I gotta steal this guy's thunder. baby, climb on board. Both figuratively and literally. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They've been, I guess, spotted together uh, coming out of nightclubs in uh, Miami, South Beach. Uh, yeah, they were seen just hopping into an Uber one night, headed back to a hotel. Uh, and that's not even the most surprising part. I, I was more shocked at the Uber. I'm like, what is Matt Damon doing getting in an Uber? Like, doesn't he have like those old Weinstein connections from Miramax? Like, I know the guy's in jail and I, I and rightfully so. OK, I have to signal to everybody that I'm I'm a good guy. All right. Monster. We know. But again, like there's probably some Miramax guys who can hook, you know, Matt Damon up with a stretch. You know, he just gets on the cell phone. Hey, can you, you know, can Seymour meet me outside of uh, just the club on South Beach? Oh, what's it called? Uh, Banana Hammock Blues. Yeah, just meet me outside of there. We're going to the Lime G-String next. Um, no, I don't know. He probably he probably has some of those connections. Like it's, it's Hollywood, man. It's scumbags. It's just scumbags everywhere. They're just coming out of the sewers. And he probably just, he knows some people. You know, it's, it's one of those things. Even when the bad guys are gone, there's, there's still like the perks that these actors can get. All right. Like even when the monsters are away and in jail or dead or whatever it is, it's like, I'm sure when the, when the third Reich collapsed, there was probably some shitty German indie filmmaker who was like, yes, I, I, I know a cameraman who used to work for, for Goebbels. He's got great cinematography lenses. We could use him. We should recruit him and hire him before they finish building that wall in the east. <laughs> Probably not the right allegory to go. Oh, it, it is what it is, everybody. No, but uh, I don't know. Mad, uh, nobody's getting married. There was some controversy with Matt Damon and DaBaby. DaBaby said something like on stage uh, that uh, I guess it, it pissed off the, the gay community. I don't know. It was just something about like I I don't know what he he alluded to. I didn't even listen to the audio. I just heard from a friend. So I'm uh, I'm practicing what I'm preaching, and I'm not going to comment or paraphrase or anything because I I I really don't know what it was. But Matt Damon <laughs> was in an interview with some TMZ guy, I guess, and he said he was promoting a fucking movie, and he said something like, "Oh yeah, I used to use uh, I've been using homophobic slurs since last week, and my daughter was the one who had to put me in check." And it's like, and everybody was mad at that. Well, number one, it's like, I, I don't, <laughs> it just goes to show you that Hollywood celebrity, how he didn't think that admitting that would would light a fire under his ass. I'm not sure. It just shows you that actors, they are so far gone from regular people and what's happening. It's like, and, and you know, you're, you're fucked when you say shit like that. And he just, just dropped it like nonchalantly. Like, yeah, oh yeah, you know, I used to just, I used to say shit. I used to say shit. It's like, fuck, fuck celebrities and rich people going to Mars. I think their brains are already there. But everybody's mad at Matt Damon. It's like, well, what do you, like, you got to give the guy some credit. He's from Boston. You got to take baby steps with these people. When a Boston guy comes up to you and says, hey, how are you this morning? That's progress. They're used to getting in fistfights in basketball courts and running up on people and putting them in headlocks and hitting them with crowbars. 
dumping their body in the, in the harbor, in the harbor. And I've seen that. I've been to Boston. I've been to that Boston Harbor. I can't imagine how many bodies are just, and it's just touristy boats. It's like people from Iowa and people from Saskatchewan who are there just, you know, just, hey, I, I really like, uh, where, where did they film The Departed? Never mind this ocean. I'm like, you just, you have a sea, you have a cemetery right beneath you of everybody that the Irish, everybody that The Departed was based on is currently located. I've seen that they have those boats in Boston that go from like they're touristy boats. You meet on a street corner, you get in and they just drive down the street and then they go down this ramp and into the water like it's fucking Okinawa. Not my kind of time. I just want to get drunk and I don't know. Fucking have a guy uh, berate me wearing a Celtics jersey. That's my vacation. That's my idea. Whatever. Uh, Suicide Squad. I watched it. The new one, it's dope. The Suicide Squad instead of uh, suicide. I don't know. that they, they added just a new word. That's an improvement. Anything over that piece of shit. The 2016 Suicide Squad, uh, there's nothing more really to be said about it. It is a crime against humanity. Uh, I almost sued the studio for taking my money. It's just a series. Somebody put it great. My sister, I think it was her. She said it's like a series of deleted scenes just mixed together and just thrown out for you to watch. And these comic book people, they're such fucking sociopaths. Some of them, they don't even know. They just they, they just want to see they just want to see a thirty five year old wearing clown makeup. That that'll make them happy. That'll satiate their minds. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them are pretty cool, but a lot of them like. Some of them are wearing fucking diapers still, and they're 45. They're just walking around comic book shops like, hey, you know, I just shit my pants a second ago, but hey, you you want to come over? I, I, I live in a loft. I just have a mattress and uh, the greatest comic book collection you've ever seen. Let's uh, throw on the killing joke and uh, make love. But the Suicide Squad, really good, really good, uh, over the top. Great comedy. Margot Robbie was fantastic. Idris Elba was fucking great in it. I, I loved it. Uh, just good humor, good action, super gory. Directed by James Gunn, who, you know, uh, questionable tweets. Likely joking, but questionable tweets. That's the whole thing, like with the Matt Damon. Everybody's pissed off at what he said years ago. Like, do we really want to be going back down that route? Do we, do we want to just be digging into people's tweets and shit that they said 20 years ago? Because I guarantee you nobody's coming out clean. There's people that I knew from high school. The most, the, the most fucking, I'll put it to you this way. People that I knew from my teen years who are now like the most sanctimonious, uh, holier-than-thou people the most altruistic people. Yes, I said altruistic. Yep. Oh, I brought it there, everybody. I got a throbbing nine-inch vocabulary, and I'm ready to jam it down your throat. But the most holier-than-thou people that are constantly language policing and telling you don't say this and infographics all over Twitter and Instagram, those people have done things that you, if you heard about them, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Like some people that I went to high school with that I knew, uh, I'm like, like, I just drunkenly go down like a random person that I knew from from like grade 10, just go down their Facebook wall. And this is one of the reasons I had to stop it because I just I got like obsessed with nostalgia and like going back into the past. But I would go all the way down their Facebook 
into like 2007 and read some of the statuses that they wrote. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you you must have been under police surveillance. You must have been on the run for like a murder somewhere like you are a legitimate sociopath. (laughs) Anyways, that's uh, a whole other thing. But whatever. James Gunn uh, did a fucking fantastic like a bang up great job with the Suicide Squad. Uh, And I'm not a big comic book guy. I'm not a big comic book fan. The Dark Knight's really the only one that I like. Um, I didn't mind. The Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix grew on me. Uh, and I'm trying to like a couple of the Avengers movies were good. Logan was fantastic, but th- that's about it. I don't, I don't drool over comic book films and superheroes, but the Suicide Squad, I just wanted to see it cause it was, it was on my, I saw it on my birthday. I saw it, I was turning 30 and went to see a, a movie where, uh, there's a guy fighting people in polka dots and a big giant shark. And you know what? It kind of brought me back. I was, I was fine with that at that moment. But uh, really, uh, really, really fun movie. And there's all kinds of blood and gore and cursing. It's, it, they corrected every mistake from that garbage fire, that fucking just atomic. But if a human bowel movement came in film form, it would be Suicide Squad 2016. There, I said it. And Will Smith couldn't even save that movie. <laughs> it was just uh, wild. But one of the things with uh, the, the comic book movies, anytime like a, a trailer for a new one comes out, within 15 minutes, there's an hour long, I don't know how they do this, but there's like an hour long video of like some nerd in front of a webcam just talking, just reviewing and dissecting all the Easter eggs from the trailer. And they know every name of every superhero. There's thousands to choose from. I can't keep up. They know every guy. They're like, well, it's great to see Bloodsport finally in a movie. I'm like, who's Bloodsport? Can you fill me in on these people? I don't know. Like, I've, I've, I've seen a vagina. You know? Like, when, it's great to see Blackguard finally depicted in a film. It's in, and the Weasel. I'm like, Blackguard and the Weasel? I, I, I'm still working on the Hulk. They could literally make up a superhero name and I wouldn't know who the fuck that I, I wouldn't know. They'd just be like, they just pull something out like, yeah, so it's great to see uh, Tampax Samurai in a film finally. And you're like, Tampax Samurai, what the hell is it? Is he a hero, a villain? What does he do? Does he like absorb the blood from all of his enemies? Does he come once a month? Like, what's his thing? What's his deal? What's his backstory? Does he have a daughter that he can't see and just, you know. I don't know, but Suicide Squad, I'd give it probably 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I think that's about right. It could have been 20 minutes shorter, shit like that. But overall, uh, fun movie, glad I saw it. And uh, yeah, so we're episode 42, something's off. And it's good to be back. It's good to be back doing the podcast uh, with all of uh, you hooligans, you seven hooligans listening to me. I was away for a couple weeks, uh, turned 30, and I wasn't away for, the, the two weeks wasn't like a birthday party, like it wasn't a birthday extravaganza, like I'm not like that, it's not like that six, my family's not like that, where we're like the sweet 16 people, where everybody, everybody who has like a milestone birthday, we have to go all out, like I'm not like some of these, you know, these chicks, you know, their family like rents her and her friends like a bunch of camels for the weekend, and they just go around traipsing around, just, you know going around the mall, just riding camels, like, hey, look at my new pet. It can spit in your face. The thing's trampling all the guys that dumped them. Whatever. No, but I turned 30, and 
I, I still feel 29. I, I know 30 is technically still young, but I, I talked about this on a previous podcast. I'm not going to go off or whatever, but it's, it's good to be. It's good to see another year, all right? It's good to, or whatever the sound bite is. Yeah, it's been a... Um, uh, but I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad to be back, you know, I guess off my holiday. I took some days off and... I'm now attacking the day, everybody. Attacking the day. Don't you love that when some influencer prick says, hey, it's your crush Monday, man. Stop its head. And you're like, can we get like a criminal background check on this guy? The guy's just doing coke and telling you all the ways to like tackle a Monday. Yeah, no, don't just walk into Monday. Put it in a headlock. Get your friend to come around the corner. Uh, just beat it into, and then set it on fire and then just get rid of the evidence. Cremate Monday. Okay, cremate Monday. Or, uh, yeah, don't, don't just do Monday. Don't just go into Monday, all right? Drop an atomic fucking bomb on that Monday, all right? Hiroshima the shit out of Monday. And then a, get a group of U.S. Army reservists uh, to ride amphibious vehicles into the water, onto the beach, and invade that Monday. And I'm like, okay, just can we calm down? Like, I, I like to just, you know, have a coffee and a cigarette and just see where it takes me. I'm really not that, uh, I'm not jonesing for adrenaline here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, the crazies are out, everybody. Like, the, there's just a wild bunch of people. And a lot of people need help. There's a lot of people that are just kind of walking the streets and it's fucking terrifying and it's sad. And I don't know if we could do another lockdown. Everybody's saying that this Delta thing is coming back and it's going to come back in full swing. And, you know, it's it's getting people who aren't vaccinated. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because it'll take me into an entirely different place. I'm, I'm kind of having fun with this recording. I don't want to get fucking dark on everybody. But it is it's just there's some there's some characters. I'll say that. All right. There's some characters out. I was coming out of the drive-thru the other day, and I saw a guy sitting on a patch of grass talking to a parrot, a live parrot that was perched on his shoulder, just sitting there, just sitting there, 9 a.m. on like a Monday, Tuesday morning. I'm getting a coffee. I'm getting ready to go to work. This guy's just talking to a pet bird that he has, and he seems like he's having a great time. And I didn't like, the, the filmmaker in me didn't, kick in like I didn't grab my camera like a lot of people would just grab a camera and put it on Instagram and it would be on barstool and six buzz within the hour and just humiliate this guy I don't want to do that I don't want to I just want to kind of live in the fucking moment I've spent a decade just drinking and going on social media and just recording all of my thoughts basically not not too far from what I'm doing now but I just I watched this guy for like 20 seconds talking to this parrot I had to stop my car in the middle of the drive-thru and just watch him. And quite frankly, I can't blame the guy. He That seems like the way to live. Worldwide pandemic. Cities are burning. People are wanting to kill each other. Everybody's online just going at each other's throats. Why not just steal a live colorful bird from a zoo and just have a, a live conversation? I think we could learn something from this gentleman. Everybody's just living life through a phone screen, going into the DMs. Fucking steal a bird and I don't know. Just don't make love to it. That's a little that's a little much. That's a little much. Uh 
That was a lot of shit going on. There's some weird people out, and I'm not entirely sure that I'm not one of them. <laughs> you ever wondered that? Like, you've just seen a guy, you know, you've been, you, you're at a red light, a guy crosses the street in front of you, and he's just talking to himself, and you don't want to judge him because you're not entirely sure that you don't do the same thing. That's kind of me. Everybody's just like dealing with shit. Like every everybody's got a thing, and but we use the same word over and over again. I like I feel like trauma has been a fetishized word. We've turned that into just a regular buzzword for anything. It's like trivialized, and there are it, it takes away from people who've suffered real trauma. I find like when I was a kid, you just hear it online all the time. When I was a kid, trauma was the kid who was like, oh yeah, I was crossing the street with my dad and he was hit by a moving van. And I witnessed that. Or then I saw somebody get shot or something like that. Now it's just like, Wendy's screwed up my burger order. And it's had a fundamental impact on my entire life since. I can't even look at a commercial for a Baconator anymore. I don't care if it has ghost peppers. I will start foaming at the mouth. I have to turn away and quickly go to Taco Bell. That's that's my new haven. I can't do Wendy's anymore. Or it's like somebody going like, oh yeah, you fucking... Like, I always associate like a word with just one specific thing. That's the way I'm wired, okay? I don't have like a diverse like <laughs> set of thoughts that go under like the umbrella of a term. I just associate trauma with one particular thing. Like I saw somebody die. That's my idea of trauma. Even though I'm an asshole and that like I'm, I, it's, it's ignorant. There's so many other kinds of trauma, but it's like the same thing when I hear betrayal, like a friend of mine betrayed me, a betrayed me. I immediately go to like Macbeth with that. Like I'll hear a guy go, yeah, like my friend went behind my back and betrayed me. I'm like, well, what did they, did they stab you with a medieval sword? Did they give you some poisonous wine and make you pass out and then kill you? What what happened? And they're like, no, he just went into my girl's DMs and it's a whole thing. Yeah, everybody. Uh, I, uh, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. I'm, I'm glad to be back. But there's... Um, yeah, there's a lot of people, like even the people that you are talking to now... You 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 could have like a really tender conversation with them, and then it's soon revealed that they're not who you thought they were. I guess I was outside of a bar recently, and uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm waiting for my Uber. It's like two thirty in the morning. It's past closing time. Everything's these guys are locking up, and I'm out. I'm out on like this patio, waiting for my Uber, having a cigarette with this older guy who looks like he's eighty. He's just standing across from me. And we're, he's smoking a cigarette, too. And I'm pretty sure this is highly illegal. It's been illegal in Ontario for like six, seven years now to smoke on patios. But this guy, he's older, probably a war veteran. Smoke up, sir. Thank you for your service. So uh, I, I I couldn't help but notice. And I, I'm not big with like conversation with random people. I'm trying to work on that. So I just I, I, I find an in to talk to this guy. I'm trying to work on my fucking skills here. All right. Next is eye contact, everybody. I'm I'm turning a new leaf. 30 turning a leaf. But I noticed this guy, he's dressed in a mechanic's outfit. And it's like, it's a Saturday night, 2.30 in the morning. I don't think that garages are open on Sundays. They might be. I have no clue. 
But this guy's just, he's got like, his shirt pocket is just full of pens. There's like 20, 25 pens in there. They're literally beginning to spill out of his uniform pocket. He's in like the onesie, the <laughs> the mechanic onesie. I don't know. I don't know when body shop workers began having sleepovers, but whatever. He's in the uniform. He's got the uniform and there's pens coming out of it. And I'm like, okay, I I want to ask him about these pens. I'm, I've been drinking. I'm stumbling around a little bit. I want to talk to this guy. So I'm like, hey, buddy, what's with the pens? He's like, I want people to think I'm busy. And we kind of have a, like a chuckle over that. And we uh, we just start talking, right? And he seems like a normal guy. He seems like a good guy. And uh, he start, he's asked me, he's like, young fella, how old are you? I'm like, you know what? I'm turning 30 next week. And he's like, well, you're probably really insecure. And I'm like, yeah, I am a little insecure. I'm not necessarily where I wanted to be in life. And I just blah, 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 blah. And he goes, well, don't worry. I'm uh, in my early 80s now. And uh, you got your whole life ahead of you still. And that really touched me. It really... I felt confident just then, and I needed that because I, I was kind of feeling depressed about entering this new chapter in my life and possibly not being where I wanted to be. I wanted to be in New York at this point. I wanted to do that. And, I, you know, I was unsure about myself. And hearing this older guy reassure me that I still have a lot of life ahead of me, it, it, it made me, it, it warmed me up, you know. So we started, to, we kept talking, and he just, you know, he, he, he unveiled his wisdom, right? He bestowed his wisdom upon me remember throbbing nine inch vocabulary and uh he just started he said this one thing that just stuck with me he said life is like a roller coaster life is a roller coaster it can stop very quickly and i thought to myself i'm like that's a great analogy because roller coasters do stop very quickly right and and you got to live it to the fullest. You got to enjoy it while you're up there. You got to enjoy the ride because it will stop. It it it's a lot faster than you think. And I I remember just hearing that and going, "Holy shit." And I just you know, like I I really appreciated this guy his wisdom and just talking to me for a minute. And it, it was cool. And we just enjoyed our cigarettes and my Uber's about 2 minutes away at this point. I'm getting ready to like go out and and, and see the guy. And uh, he he opens his mouth one more time. And he's about to speak, and I'm like, okay, like what? I'm just waiting for him to just give me the next thing. Like, what is he gonna say to inspire me this time? What is what are his what are his? I'm just hanging on this guy's every word at this point because I am drunk and I'm emotional and I'm this and that. And he just he begins speaking, and the next thing that he says is, "Do you know who Bill Gates is?" And I say, "I do." And he goes, "Well, they arrested him tonight." And I'm like, huh? Okay. I'm pretty sure Bill Gates owns prisons, but uh, what did the, okay, I'll entertain this. What did they arrest him on? He's like, they arrested him on charges of fucking with the vax. And I go, okay. Um, well, this has taken a strange turn. And this is what happened next was like out of a choreograph. Like I had to look around to see if like somebody was like in a bush, like going, with a fucking camera phone going like, this is okay. We're going to get this guy. Just you know, phone up Dave Portnoy. We got a new video. And I, what he did was he reached into the pouch of his uniform and he pulled out a folded up trucker hat. Like one of the white ones that you can design yourself in Sharpie, like something that 15 year old schoolgirls do that worship Hillary Duff. Still, they do those things. And he puts on, 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 Written sloppily in Sharpie, in black Sharpie, on his head, he puts the hat on, 
and it says, Trump 2021. And I'm going, okay. Uh, so, okay. So I start getting into him with this. Like now, now the shit disturber part of my drunk side comes out and I go, so what's with the 2021? Shouldn't that be 2024? Don't you guys want Trump to win 2024? And he goes, I'll let you in on a secret. Trump never left office. And I go, oh, well, I'm pretty sure he he did. I mean, he's trying to get, but he's on the campaign trail. He's get, tr- trying to get back. And Donald Jr. wants in as well. And he goes, you know, that fucking Biden, he's a joke. And I'm like, okay, well, this is when I check out. And just something like, just again, choreography, my Uber pulls up. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get out of this. Uh, part of me kind of wishes that this was a roller coaster that crashed, right? So I'm walking, I'm getting into my Uber. And just before I <laughs> I get in, I walk out to him, I, I just, I, I walk back like a couple feet and I go, hey, buddy, uh, so wh- wh- where are we on AOC? Where are we on uh, Ocasio-Cortez? And he just looks at me and he goes, they arrested her tonight too. And I'm like, okay, well, we have that. And uh, I, like, and again, I'm busting the guy's balls. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of like really Biden or any of those guys. I think it's all fucked up. Uh, but no, like I, I think that, you know, I'm not a, an Ocasio-Cortez fan, but I just wanted to like fuck with the guy, whatever. And I got in the Uber and just ran out. Like I just, I left. <laughs> I uh, removed myself from the situation. Anyways, characters out there, guys with parrots, guys with weird Trump trucker hats, whatever. All right. I don't give a fuck what people like you. If you want to like Trump, like Trump. I don't give a shit. I'm for freedom of anybody talking to, you know, whoever, whatever. I just, I thought it was funny fucking with that guy after he was so enlightening and insightful. Sums up podcast, guys. We are back. Uh, don't forget to watch Stagger uh, on Laughingstock Studios on YouTube. Just type in Stagger, a short horror film. We're really liking the reception that it's getting. Uh, and it turned out great. We It came out on the, what, the 30th of July, about a week before, exactly a week before my 30th birthday. And we're, we're really proud of it. So uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, all that shit. What up, Twitch streamers? It's your boy. Like that, you know, all that nonsense. Uh, so, uh, don't forget to follow TikTok. Something's off. Alex DeWitt. I changed the name on Instagram. So make sure that you uh, you follow me there. And uh, take it easy.